Hey everyone, and welcome to my brand new podcast. <clears throat> my name is um, Charlie, and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Um, before we get into anything, I would like to give a major thank you to my girlfriend for the free boxes of mochi she got me. Um, I have never tried mochi before today, or the day she got them, <laughs> uh, and I and I love mochi now. I'm addicted, so thank you. <laughs> okay, so. Today's subject, we are going to be talking about the FNAF series, or Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, it's a horror game that you have to survive by closing doors and you have to defend yourself against these horrible, big animatronics. <clears throat> there is a total of nine games. Yep, nine. And they have all been linked and the law has been linked within all of them really and I thought I would just talk about them talk about all the theories and everything um I would say spoiler alert but I don't think it's really a spoiler alert at this point everything's just been already <laughs> done and it's been quite a few years so I don't think there's any need but if you don't want to be spoiled then of course, you don't have to listen to this. Um, so, let's talk about the release dates. The first Five Nights at Freddy's game was released on the 23rd of July 2014. The second Five Nights at Freddy's game was released on the 11th of November 2014. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 3 was released on the 2nd of March 2015. Five Nights at Freddy's 4 was released on the 23rd of July 2015. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's World was released on the 21st of January 2016. Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location was released on the 7th of October 2016. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's Pizza Simulator was released on the 4th of December 2017. Five Nights at Freddy's Virtual Reality was released Virtual Reality Help Wanted was released on the 28th of May 2019. Along with the Dreadbear DLC connected to it, which was released on the 23rd of October 2019. Five Nights at Freddy's AR Special Delivery was released on the 25th of November 2019. And that's all the games that we have so far. And we are currently waiting for the Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, which hasn't had a release date yet, but I'm hoping sometime in March. Uh, I really do, I'm excited for that game. I really hope it's <clears throat> like soon because I'm so excited to see how FNAF has like expanded from the first game. Uh, so let's start talking about the first game. Within the first game, it's it was made by Scott Cawthorn himself. He made it by himself uh, back then. Um, Find that Sir Freddy's has Find that Sir Freddy's one has four. Major animatronics, Bonnie the Bunny, Freddy Fazbear, who is a bear and he's the main face of the whole games, <laughs> um, Chica the Chicken, and Foxy the Pirate, <clears throat> who is obviously a fox. And he has his own stage, which is really cool to me. I like how he has his own little stage and the other three has their own little stage. Well, their stage is a little bigger, but, but yeah, he has his own little corner, which is called Pirate's Cove, which is interesting. I love I love the 
I love how the ideas that Scott came up with for these animatronics. It was really, it's really unique, and the styles of them are really unique. I really like how they how he made Foxy. Um, I wouldn't say he's kind of my favorite, but then I really like Bonnie. Bonnie and Foxy are my two favorites. Foxy being a pirate is cool. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, you are put into an office when the game starts and you are presented with a call by a caller and he explains how he wanted to record a message for you to get you help to settle in on your frick I can't speak to help you get you settled in on your first night now this caller just wants to help and obviously he pre-recorded these messages and we have no implications as to when they were recorded or who this caller is. Um, I, the fan, I just call him phone guy. And he just explains the basics, how to conserve power and how you can close doors to keep the animatronics away. And if they see you after hours, then it's against the rules to not have your suit on. So. They would stuff you inside one of the suits, um, which is kind of interesting to me because that means obviously with all the wiring and stuff within a suit that has an endoskeleton and everything in, you would most likely die. Um, even the caller mentioned how the only things that of you that would see the light of day again would be your eyes and teeth popping out in front of the mask, which is quite terrifying, frankly. Um, I find that very, very terrifying. Uh, the, yeah, the caller doesn't really give you any sense of uh, confidence or ease. He just makes things worse, really, to me. <laughs> he just makes everything ten times scarier. Um, but yeah, he has obviously worked there before and he just wanted to pre-record messages for you because you're obviously the newest security guard there who's working the night shift. And you have to survive from 12 till 6 which is equivalent to six minutes I think or a bit longer but yeah you just have to watch out for the animatronics and just keep them a bit at bay you have to close doors during the night to keep them away and this is throughout all the horror games I've seen this is definitely a different concept and a different aspect to horror it's very unique and I've never when I first watched it, I never seen anything like it before. It's a very, very unique concept, and I really like how he thought about this. Um, obviously, this game has become huge nowadays, and I don't think Scott ever imagined it would. I don't think anybody do, anybody does. But honestly, this game is such a great difference and a refresh to watch I know like refreshing to watch compared to other horror games because obviously you you get like your everyday horror game and then Fun That's a Freddy's came out which is a total different angle to horror it's very unique and honestly I love the game <laughs> I've been watching it since 2014 when the first game came out so um, yeah, but obviously you're in a pizzeria and you have to survive 
from 12 to 6 as I mentioned and you have to keep them out and you have to survive the night. The cooler also explains how you if the power goes out then Freddy doesn't want then Freddy will most likely come after you and obviously he'll kill you obviously um, so yeah it's not the best thing to run out of power um, yeah <laughs> and obviously Foxy's mechanic is a lot different you have to just keep an eye on his pirate cove and if he comes running you have to close the door in time and with Freddy you have to keep the door open when he's on the side and close the door when you up the camera it's quite weird how he works really um, obviously he only activates during the later nights as they all get aggressive as the nights progress as the caller said himself um, there isn't any mini games in this one but there is it is explained how there's a safe room within this establishment which William Afton who is this uh, franchise's killer lured his targets back to and would kill them um, obviously that's very dark yeah uh, but that that's all that's explained but that was explained that was explained about the safe room um, he lured his targets back there and killed them and yeah and then it was explained in the third game a bit more about that but yeah we'll get there into that we'll get into that in a bit on to the second game um there's more animatronics within this game and there is no official doors you just have a big gaping hole in front of you leading to the hallway and you have two vents on either side of you well, one vent on either side, which equals to two, with a light button above them. And you obviously have a flashlight to flash within the hallway. And obviously, you don't need a flashlight for the vents because they have a light within them. So, within this game, there is quite a few more animatronics. You have the first game's animatronics that's found. You can flash a light in any of the cameras and in one of the cameras you can see all the first game's animatronics all decayed and broken and beat and stuff um, and they eventually activate in the second night and you have the new animatronics the toy versions uh, Toy Bonnie, Chica and Toy Freddy and you also have uh, a new animatronic called Balloon Boy he is a cool little animatronic who has a little balloon sign in one hand and a fake balloon in the other and you also have a new animatronic called Mangle um, they don't have an official gender there's never it's never been said what their official gender is but they're just a take apart and put, put back attraction and they also have the marionette or the puppet which is in a music box and you have to keep her away by winding up the music box and keeping it playing. With and if, with Foxy and, Ma and Mangle you have to flashlight within the hallway to make them go away 
and within this game you also have a mask that you have to put on if anything enters your office or if you see something in the vent. This is a new aspect to the game that wasn't in the first one obviously. Um, you just have to put the mask on and then the animatronic won't go away. What will go away, sorry. Um, but if you don't put it on fast enough then they will jump scare you, which is really interesting to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, you need to put it on fast enough and you need to be quite quick with it or the, the animatronic will jump scare you. And Bloom Boy's mechanics is that if you don't put it on as soon as you see him in the vent, he will go, he will enter your office, he won't kill you, but he'll disable your flashlight. Essentially, I think he takes your batteries, I think. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, he disables your flashlights, make your flashlight, making it so you can't get rid of Foxy or anyone. And so, obviously, you're dead. There's nothing you could do. And especially if Mangle enters your office, they won't kill you straight away, but they will kill you eventually. They will just come on down. Um, when they enter your office, they'll be on the top. Just a raging mess, because they make a really aggressive noise. A really staticky, radio-ish noise. And it's really annoying, so yeah. <laughs> I personally don't like their noise, but I like their design. I really like it. Um, and within this game whenever you die you have mini games now this is the first set of mini games we have seen one mini game is freddy giving cake to the kids and there is a lonely kid outside of the establishment now these mini games are a 8-bit style and so it's a bit more different to the original game but there is the mini games are 8-bit and you are giving kids kids some cake as Freddy and a lonely kids outside and then a car pulls up beside the child and then you can kind of see what looks to be purple guy or William Afton um, and you can kind of tell that he has killed the kid um, because they turn into a spirit or what we know to be a spirit without without the throughout the 8-bit mini games and so yeah that's kind of I think it's leading to explaining his first victim and I think that's what happened and that's kind of just a little bit more of the lore explained. Another minigame is uh, the marionette giving life to some, I think it's uh, some of the dead children that William killed. Um, she just puts masks on them, I think she's putting them in suits I think to kind of help them and one of them is a Golden Freddy um, who you can get in the first game by the way it's an easter egg though uh, same with this game but Golden Freddy 
is known to be the first victim, I think. And yeah, there's a mini game explaining a little bit of a little bit of that of his backstory and what's hap what happened and stuff like that. Another mini mini game is to do with Foxy. Um, you obviously play as Foxy and you go out of your curtain and kind of just present yourself to the kids as a little show, you give a little dance and show as Foxy. You do this a couple times and then the next time Purple Guy is there. Um, before the before that the kids eventually got less and less and on one one last time the proper guy is beside you before you walk out of the curtains and you just walk out and there's the kids are spirits and um, so obviously they're all dead they've been murdered uh, which isn't very nice but it's kind of what happened so um, and we can ex assume at this point that it's all happened at this establishment it's obviously someone who has worked there William, Af William Afton is obviously someone who has worked there and he obviously was a serial killer or something and he killed lots of people or several people or six mostly and it these mini games just explain a bit about that and it's kind of just giving a bit more lore to the whole Find That's at Freddy's franchise. On to the third game. This game is based again in an office and although this game has nothing to close at all this time, it has no flashlight or anything. It's a completely different scenario. You are not in a pizzeria now. You're in a Fazbear's Fright, which is a horror walkthrough situation place that someone's made of the Five Nights at Freddy's. They have um, a box of the old animatronics within the office that you're in. It's just a box full of loads of different things. And it's quite interesting that they have that. There's Bonnie's guitar and Bloom Boy's face and Bonnie's and well, Toy Bonnie's guitar, Bloom Boy's face and such things. Things from the first and second game. Um, there's also obviously the typical fan and drawings. And it's explained how that the people who walk through will just walk through and pass the security guard and just walk on out. Now within this game you are you are told that you'll play the role as a security guard um, which is based off the franchises um, and then obviously on the first night there's no animatronics or anything you just kind of just get a walkthrough basically of everything. It's explained on the left, um, well everything's explained on the left side is a panel where you can reset ventilation, video and audio. And on your right side is the camera. Now you have the camera of the whole establishment and you have you can see within the vents and you can make audio cues and stuff, which is really interesting. Um, and then the night finishes, you complete the first night. <laughs> 
and then on the second night you are introduced to a new animatronic which they found called Springtrap. We call him Springtrap. Um, now this animatronic is was originally the Spring Bonnie suit. Now within the second game a cool mentioned how someone stole a yellow a suit, a yellow one. Now we can possibly infer this within that line, but we, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. Um, now Springtrap is actually William Afton. This is explained through the mini games and the um, screens you get before after you play the night. Um, it's explained how William lured everyone back to the safe room and then how the spirits haunted him and he got spring locked because he went into his suit thinking he was protecting himself but he got spring locked and then he became Springtrap after he died and everything um, and that's how Springtrap was explained and how William Afton died and that's all explained and he was actually within the safe room of the first game. This was explained within the cause, they explained how they went and found him and they found him. This and the phone guy actually says we found one, a real one, which we can infer to be Springtrap. And there's also audio tapes. Um and this kind of now these audio tapes is the phone guy from first from the first game, but He's explaining how to put on a suit, put on a spring suit, a spring lock suit, um, a ma spring lock mascot suit. Now, obviously, from this we can infer that William Afton obviously listened to these and um, put on the suit to protect himself, but he got spring locked. He obviously did something wrong, or the spirits tampered with the suit. I'm not sure, but yeah. This is all linked to Springtrap and William Afton's backstory and what happens to him and everything. And obviously, if William, Af if this was found in the first establishment, we can assume that we can. Well, it's obvious that the place was investigated and this animatronic was found. Um. And then he was taken to Fast Fast Rights to be a part of the attraction. Um, and obviously you have to keep him away from you. You have to use audio laws and you have to block vents if he's in there. And there's Phantom Animatronics, Phantom Mangle, <laughs> Phantom Mangle, Phantom Freddy, Bloom Boy, Foxy, and Chica. Yeah, there's Phantom Chica. Um, and there's not a Phantom Body. I'm not sure why. Um, but there just isn't. And these phantoms can affect your audio, ventilation and video. Mangle being the one that can affect your audio. Um, and obviously Mangle can be the one that lures Springtrap quicker to you. Because <laughs> obviously they're louder and they make a lot of noise. So Springtrap will come closer to you if you don't get rid of Mangle quick. And yeah, and most of the phantoms can make you uh, your ventilation fail which can make you pass out and basically bring your 
bring you to your death, essentially. Um, and they can just ruin your night, so you have to be careful. Um, you can avoid these by not looking at them, or with Bloomboy, he's... Oh, with Chica and Bloomboy, they're usually visible on a camera. You just quickly change the camera, and then you can get to your night again. Um, throughout the after night screens, which is where Springtrap was explained, um, there's also little indications, there's little tips or a little hint as to some as to something. And you, for example, if you can click on some cupcakes or you can click on this or that or type in this or that, and you are brought to little mini games throughout the night. Now these mini games are linked to the the greatest day or the happiest day. Yeah, the happiest day, and th that's linked to Golden Freddy. Now Freddy was either the first victim of William or the, he was the victim of the bite of eighty-seven. Um, which. It's quite sad, really, because obviously these mini games are to help Golden Freddy's soul rest, because he's been there since the first game, and he hasn't been able to rest for. He hasn't been able to rest, and where you need to allow these soul, you need to help these soul rest. So you create the happiest day, and you will look at these soul to rest. Once you do that, these soul are you. These soul are rested, and you can get a good ending or a bad ending where you can put your soul to rest or not and the one soul that doesn't rest is Mar the marionette which I forgot to mention there's a phantom of her as well yeah sorry <laughs> there's a phantom angle there's a phantom marionette sorry and yeah so marionette is the only one who could not be rested. I don't think she's set free until the pizza simulator, which we'll get into a bit later. And that's kind of everything about that explained, how you set their souls free and everything. In all, the first three games, I quite liked how they all linked. I quite liked the design of the animatronics and how the mini games were inferred and how the lore was explained a bit. And how it's kind of, you can get a bad ending or a good ending within a third game. I really liked that because it's kind of, kind of like, oh you didn't set these souls free and such. So obviously we don't know which ending's true. We don't know if they're set free or if they're not. We don't know the bad ending or the good ending is true because Scott's never said he won't answer, <laughs> which is pretty interesting. Um, and I really liked the difference within these three games, how everything's linked, but they're all different. They're all a different aspect, how they're all a different office, essentially. Um, and it's really interesting to me how these are all linked and such. <laughs> now, on to the fourth game. Um, these 
this game was released on 23rd of July 2015, as I mentioned. Uh, this game is not based in the office. It's based in a room, specifically, specifically a younger boy's room. We could tell this by the intro 8-bit minigame screen where you're in this young boy's room crying and he has a striped shirt on and he's crying and you have to go to the door to knock it and then he falls over crying and explains how he's trapped you again. I think it's his older brother or something. In my opinion, obviously his older brother locked him in within his room and I don't know why. I think it's because he's scared. He's um He doesn't like the animatronics, I don't think. And so yeah, he's been trapped in his room and then he taps on not and then he smash, bangs on the door and just falls over crying and then the night starts. This game is based on sound. You have to listen for the animatronics breathing and their steps. And you have to listen behind you for f these little screaming teddies that Freddy sends. Um, these animatronics are completely different. They are nightmares. Um, they're actually called nightmares and they have a completely different design. They're really messed up compared to the first two. First three games, sorry. Um, throughout this game is explained kind of who this boy is and what happened to him. Um, in my opinion, I think this isn't all true. I think he's this boy is having a nightmare or a bad dream. Um, considering that the game kind of every now and then changes what's behind him. There can be flowers or there can be medication or a a hospital um, IV drip. Um, which is really interesting. This kind of indicates that maybe he's been injured or hurt. And I just really like how the theories are implemented. Um, and throughout the nights, you get mini games, and eventually, you kind of find out that his older brother or his dad, either one, bullies him. And because he doesn't like the animatronics, um, his brother bullies him because of it. His brother makes him scared and just scares him all the time. Um, for example, one behind the clock and one behind the and one underneath his bed. Um, and then on this younger boy's birthday, he was he's at Fazbear's Fright. Oh no, no, sorry, not Fazbear's Fright. Uh, Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, and the with the original two animatronics, Spring Bonnie and Spring and Spring Freddy. Um, Fred Bear and Spring Bonnie, I think. Yeah. Um, and then the boy's brother, older brother, um, picks the young boy up with his friend and takes him 
to the bear and he was and he puts them in his mouth and the bear bites down and obviously this explains the bite of 87 um, and this could be the golden freddy person because this kind of can tell me that this per this boy has died well because obviously he had his head bit down on so he wouldn't have survived that I don't think but uh, yeah that kind of explains the backstory of this one boy who we can assume to be the first victim of the of the bite of 87 I assume um, I kind of feel like his brother might have been William or something and he kind of blamed not himself but maybe his own brother for it maybe he blamed his brother for it and that's why he killed other children now obviously that isn't canon but that's just a theory of mine um it is kind of a possibility um or it could be or the young boy's older brother could be the son of William and William blamed the older brother for killing his son obviously and he went and killed other kids so because he couldn't kill his own son um so that's another possibility too and the fourth game's really interesting how everything just doesn't really link or make sense and everything doesn't seem real for example when foxy goes into your closet and you keep it closed for a few seconds and he's just a plushie but that obviously indicates that he's not really there he's not being hunted by these animatronics true these animatronics truly what he's experiencing isn't real I don't think he's experienced what anything real I think it's he's either in hospital and his head's um, been bit so he's having a bad nightmare or he most likely died and yeah so this is all was explained in the fourth game and it kind of gives a bit more lore to the whole entire series really um, it could give more theories as to what happened with William why William is what he is who is who and everything like that and who the first victim is um, we don't know who this young boy is uh, there has never been a name, name announced or anything I don't think anyway uh, please correct me if I'm wrong uh, but I don't think there has been <laughs> um, but yeah that is the whole story of the FNAF 4 and the next game is Find That's a Freddy's World or FNAF World now this is 
I'm, I love, I actually love the style of this game. <laughs> it's very cutesy and very different and it introduces a lot more characters. Such as Lulbit and, um, oh, I forgot all the other characters, but yeah, you have to, um, go through the game and kind of find things and you have to at one point save the Halloween characters and fight Scott at the end and you have to fight this rainbow character um who's it who I love <laughs> uh, um but yeah FNAF World hasn't got too much lore I don't think I need to re-watch that actually I haven't watched that in so long but at the end there is a new character introduced called baby now now this now there's actually voice acting for this character um, she says please take your seats you shall begin momentarily and then the within the room the lights go because you walk into this room who this creator is working on something who I assume to be Scott or someone else and they explain how they have a new character and how she's escaped I think I really need to rewatch this game <laughs> but yeah with with uh, this you find that the place goes black and then turns on and this creator is now dead. You can tell just by the blood pouring out of him. So yeah, he's clearly dead. And this kind of gives a link to the next game, which is Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location. Now this is a completely different uh, turn to the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Five Nights at Freddy's has always been an office or you have to survive by closing doors or something like that. Five Nights at Freddy's sister location is completely different. You are a you are a janitor I think or something. I forgot what you really are within the game but you take the elevator down and then you have to go through you crawl through vents and there's voice recognition things that goes off when you cross a certain area within the vent and you have to with a you have to um, go into a circular room on your left is a character called Ballora um, she's like a ballerina type character she's very very pretty honestly and she has little minarinas with her she's very beautiful um on the right in this one room is funtime foxy um now he i think funtime foxy's a guy foxy's always been a guy so i think funtime foxy's a dude <laughs> um yeah you also yeah you control shock ballora because she's not spinning or doing what she's meant to be so you give her a controlled shock and then she's back on her stage doing what she needs to same with funtime foxy you control shock him um and the first shock doesn't help 
the first shock doesn't work so you have to shock him again and then it works um and within this room there's a lot of weird things there's a mask on the wall above the the vent that you have to go through um and there's little objects and such and then you go into baby circus oratorium or i forgot what it's called i'm just going to call it baby circus and you have to give her a control shock as well um because um she's not on her stage either they're all not really um and so you just give her quite a few control shocks like three or four i think and you are then told to leave because she's apparently back on her stage even though you can't see her because it's explained how some of the lights are down and it's like oh okay then well i'm dead <laughs> i'm yeah <laughs> but um yeah then you go out and that's your first night you are kind of introduced to a whole concept of what you're going to do and yeah it's quite fun <laughs> um on the second night you are given the choice of a new voice thing and um obviously obviously on this little type thing it's it's never right so you are given an angsty tune which like <laughs> okay um and after you shock before you um well when you walk through the vent he says that there's there was a fun, that's that there was a but that he tells a quote a quote-unquote funny story that a dead body was found in the vent which is quite interesting um obviously this has been going on for a long time obviously these animatronics aren't going to stay put and they're gonna did like rebel as they all do um so obviously we can assume that the animatronics has killed this person or something of the kind maybe baby sent her biddy sent a biddy bab or something like that um and then you go and do your daily thing of control shocking blower and foxy funtime foxy sorry and after you shock blower the voice uh messes up now I, know, I feel like a lot of people think thought this was thought this was Foxy or one of the animatronics talking but it's just the voice messing up I think that's what the, that's, I think that's what Scott intended for people to think it was the animatronic trying to communicate but um yeah it was the voice and and then the original voice before the axe team comes back and explains how it's default defaulted and 
messed up so default settings are put back to normal um, and you're back with him <laughs> and you control and you go back and you go through to baby's surface and she's had a busy day as he, as he said so you have to shock her and again she won't show herself and the after about two or three shocks the shock device malfunctions and then baby interferes with the hand unit um, and speaks to us and says how that how the hand unit is gonna tell us to go through Ballora to read you the power to do it manually because he can't do it himself and how if we follow his rules of running through Ballora thing Ballora gallery will die and and um at that point we have to get under the desk I'm not sure yeah yeah it was and then after you have to get under a desk and um, hide under there from the bitty babs um, and you have to just protect yourself essentially and you imagine how someone else was there before us and how he made it and it worked for him which is really interesting to me because it kind of like gives the impression of like who was there who was it like are they dead now or <laughs> it's kind of interesting to think about it and um after You survive that, you get out and then after and then hand unit comes back online and says exactly what she said he was gonna say and then you go through Bloro Gallery and I really like her mechanics, how you have to stay still if you hear her music. Um and And you, and you stay cl close to the ground it's really cool and if you take a long time the hand unit comes back on and just makes loads of noise and it's like okay I'll just die then guess I'll die then <laughs> I just really like this location it's a complete difference to the others and it's refreshing essentially and it gives a bit well it doesn't give a bit more love to the originals but it kind of just gives a new face to Thanath and I just really like the design of the characters and their um, mechanics essentially um, 
back onto Ballara when you go through when you go through you're into a control room or a power module room you have to reset the power manually so you have to do that task with Funtime Freddy within the room as well. Um, Funtime Freddy is an amazing character. I really like him. I really like how he has a little hand puppet called Bon Bon. I just really like his concept and his style um, and his art style and stuff. Um, but yeah, you have to try and keep him away from you, not to jump scare you while you're res resetting the power. You have to use audio cues, who is essentially Bon Bon, um, telling Freddy that it's just, just a mouse and that your hair has to go to sleep and stuff. <laughs> um, it's quite interesting and it's not too difficult once you've got the idea of it. Um, And so you go back through, and then Ballara Ballara <laughs> starts talking, and it's her voice is really calming. Honestly, I quite like her voice. Same with Baby, I quite like both their voices. They're quite um, calming and like this chill, relaxed voices. Um. And so, yeah, Blora starts talking and you go through, back through Blora's gallery and you just go back home. And yeah, that's the second night. And then on the third night, um, you are instructed to uh, set Freddy up so you have to well not set Freddy up but um, take the power module from Funtime Freddy and the hand puppet now for this you have to go through Funtime Auditorium and you have to use a flash beacon for Funtime Foxy to try and not activate her um, <laughs> um you need to go through and then take the module from Freddy's chest and from Bonnie's and uh, from under Bonnie um, and I love how Bonnie has his own like conscience um Bon Bon he has his own little conscience and it's quite funny and he can jump scare you so <laughs> uh, but yeah it's a cool little part of the game I think I quite like that part of the game um, and after you do that, you then send him off, send Freddy off, and you go back through the Funtime Auditorium with the Flash Beacon, but no matter what, you get jump scared. Um, and then you wake up in a suit, which is unknown. We Scott hasn't said which suit it is, we don't really know, we can't really tell which suit it is. My theories are that it might be um, a old baby suit or 
and baby herself because obviously because during this phase uh Ballora goes well you're in a scooping room which is where the scooper is which is a device that, that wipes out animatronics and you see Ballora get scooped which means you're in the scooping room and so it could be possible for you to be an old Freddy suit or an old baby suit or something similar to that I don't really have many theories upon which suit it is it could be anything at this point I'm not entirely sure which suit it is um, but it has got spring locks in it so it's definitely a spring lock suit and there's not many like implications as to who it is so we could we might never know but um you have to keep the spring locks wound up or obviously you'll die um with avoiding the marion the mini renas that's going into the suit and upon the suit um and once you do that you go home and then on on the next night you walk in and go and shock the Blora and Funhum Foxy but it's not them there it is a it is a mechanic hung on either side so that's cool and <laughs> and then a uh, hand unit says everything's fine you know like everything seems in order and it's like yeah sure <laughs> yeah that looks very in order to me <laughs> but um yeah you go through to and then he says that there's no need to go through Blora Gallery um no need to go to baby no need to go to baby but if you do you get a little story from her and it explains how and she just speaks about how something bad happened and how those the kids came in and out of her room but it was music playing always from somewhere else but when there was one girl there there was a issue she malfunctioned and her stomach created ice cream and then she scooped in the child um, which I feel like it can be William Afton's daughter Elizabeth um, because there's very much an implication very much evidence to support it and I feel like it really is and I and I think something I'm not sure why baby malfunction I'm not sure what that's about um but yeah and Uh, and then 
and then I, oh, I forgot what happens but oh yeah you have to go and do the same as you did with Funtime Freddy it's a baby so you have to go back to the room and you have to go through Funtime Foxy Auditorium um, the Funtime Auditorium and yeah and then you're introduced to a baby and then she talks to you and she explains how there's something bad with her and how she can pretend she explains a lot about how she pretends Uh, she does that when when you're in that suit she explains how she can pretend and she's learned how to be good at it uh, and yeah you have to get her power module and you put it into your device so she can talk to you and she guides you through Foxy Auditorium Phantom Auditorium to the scooping room um, and where and this is where you get scooped um, yeah, I don't know. She controls it and she just scoops you out so she can wear you. Um, and that's pretty interesting, to be honest. And then the end scene is you going up to the mirror and your eyes are, I think, purple or purpley blue so so I kind of have a few theories about this that because baby me baby mentioned how she could pretend I really feel as though as it wasn't maybe that I had a feeling it wasn't baby and maybe it was like another one but I don't think it was because obviously it's the same voice so I don't think it really was Laura or anyone else. I think it really was Baby. But obviously she betrayed you and... And obviously there's a way to avoid this. You can do this mini game which kind of explains the story. Which kind of just gives a little bit more to her scooping the girl. Uh, with her own stomach. So, <laughs> And then you can go to this room where you can face against a character called Ennard and this is Baby with the mask on or Blora um, but yeah you have to face against him and that is the whole story of Sister Location and obviously there's well not obviously but within the game there's cutscenes of this dude walking and then there's people waving at him and stuff and eventually he gets more and more messed up and looks more and more ill and then he turns purple and his stomach starts pulsating and stuff and then he gargles up or bars up a load of eyes and metal which we can assume to be entered. Um so this kind of gives implications of that it didn't work um, or something and obviously he became ill because of the stuff within his stomach and obviously because if they wore him he wouldn't be very much alive um, 
and obviously they would make a little gog, like a little like static noise, which you can hear for within the game on the last scene where he opens his eyes. Um, and I personally feel as though as it was quite a cool ending, how they basically used you and maybe gained your trust just to, to, to betray you, which is quite interesting. I quite like that because <laughs> of course an animatronic would. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the um, whole story of Sister Location. And then, uh, over a year later, a tease, a fake game was released where you can make a pizza and give pizza to people. But then it turns out to be a new Final Fantasy Freddy's game, which is Final Fantasy Freddy's Pizza Simulator. And this game consists of you going through the week and um, I forgot what the name was. But you have to uh, do audio cues for the animatronic and write down notes um, and you have to um, get them all and on the Saturday a, and the Saturday is the biggest day um, but you obviously can upgrade your pizzeria and you can get loads of different things and the thing is, some of these games have easter eggs to them. Um, such as... The Fruit Maze game. And it kind of links a girl to Springtrap. And... A kind of... And there's a... And rather than the fruit, there's a dead cat. And there's a dead cat. And alarms and horns going off so I feel like maybe he lied to her about something and that's how he lured her lured her um and yeah and then there's this candy cadet which I forgot what the story is but he can tell a few stories and they're really interesting it's linked obviously to the FNAF lore and it's quite interesting um, yeah, but another game is the Street Racer, the racing game. Uh, you can find a hole and then you can get a little easter egg thing of how this young boy ran away, how was, I, I don't know what he is to this older dude but I think it's either his son or his brother and he ran away to that place again as the voice as the older man said which we can assume to be Freddy Jr's which we saw in the minigame um, and obviously he's not allowed there anymore for some reason um, I'm not sure why I don't know who's that who that was or who the son is or or the the brother or is the older brother is or I'm not entirely sure so but um yeah that's quite an interesting little mini game and it's interesting how Scott added that um to give a bit more lore and to give to give a bit more story throughout the game. Um 
and how when you buy things there's a chance that there's something could be inside and you can get lawsuits and something and you can get lawsuits and stuff sorry and you have to pay it and you get in debt and there's multiple endings to this game to this game sorry um and it's just a all in all really good game honestly um <laughs> I really like the animatronics, there's quite a few, there's even a new one introduced called Lefty, um, he's quite a awesome animatronic honestly, and I really liked um, Scrap Trap, I think he's called Scrap Trap, yeah, um, he looks like a peanut, um, I must say, uh, I know everyone else says that, and I'm saying it too, he does look like a peanut. And yeah, <laughs> so that's um, scrap trap. Uh, so on the during the week, you obviously have to give you do um, tasks in a smaller office. Uh, once you start the night, you do tasks in a smaller office. Once you do your tasks, you can go, but there's a vent to either side of you, and you have to defend yourself against animatronics and try and survive. And it's the animatronics that you scavenge or um, buy with the item. So you are. Uh, you kind of know what animatronic you're going against, which is quite interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you do that a week, and then on a Saturday, um, uh, you it all happens. Uh, it's explained how all the animatronics were put there in one place to be burned, essentially, and allow them all to be set free, which is a, quite a nice situation really in my opinion I think that they're only trying to be set free and um, it's explained and it's said how the deepest depths of power is open for you and it and it's noting the spring trap who or scrap trap who obviously is William Afton and it's kind of just explains a lot of the story how it's really hard to explain the ending of Pizza Simulator but it's such a unique ending and it explains a bit of the lore and links everything together and it's so sweet and humble I really liked the ending of this and it, it was a shock to everyone it really was a shock to everyone and it was definitely a shock to me I know it was a shock to I know it was a shock to the youtuber Dorko <laughs> he was very shocked about it <laughs> I think everyone was I was definitely I was like oh okay so this is like a proper game then <laughs> like FNAF 7 <laughs> like this is essentially FNAF 5 and it oh, I just love it um, and that's 
Pizza Simulator. It gives a bit more lore and it's a unique way of doing it. Kind of adds a bit more to it rather than just sitting in an office, which I know a lot of people moan about how it's the same old thing, but it's the uniqueness of it. It's kind of what Fun That's a Freddy's is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, after that, uh, Ultimate Custom Night was released, which is amazing. There was 50 animatronics and even more FDD um, summoned them. Um, I think one or two she can summon, I think. But you can obviously get DD repellent to stop her from summoning anything. Um, and you can get a total of four officers, uh, depending on your score. You have to obviously have to get a certain amount of a score to get the certain office and you can sometimes get an easter egg of the office you can sometimes just get the office one game too and that's an easter egg um and there are so many unique animatronics for this such as music man and uh happy hippo and um the frog animatronic and Orville the Elephant and the Pig. Um, there's quite a few very unique animatronics and I really liked how it's not just like simple, it's quite a difficult game. <laughs> and yeah, you, they have all unique like um, mechanics such as uh, Rockstar Chica with the wet floor sign for some reason that stops her i don't know how that's logical but yeah a wet floor sign stops the animatronic <laughs> but um yeah when you get a new high score you get a new cutscene and you get a, you get two lots of cutscenes um you can get a a high school a high school toy chica cutscene or a foxy and freddy cutscene. Now this is obviously to do with the law. Um, within the Fun Nights app, within the Foxy and Freddy uh, cutscene, there's, it was just a fight between them two and then the loser had to have a forfeit but Foxy predicted it every time. I don't know what law there is within this. I'm not sure what it explains or anything, but it's really interesting, and I just love. I just love the designs of these of these cutscenes. Like, like Scott must have like thought of them, and they're really interesting to me. I just love them. <laughs> so, um, same with the high school toy chica one. It it goes well each time she essentially kills another animatronic. This is obviously linked to William Afton and the murders he did, although it kind of explains it in a different way. Um, one of them is she's gonna ask one of them to do help with homework and then she's just gonna kill him. But at, at every end of the- at every ending line she says there's only one thing that could go wrong. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean but yeah I can't I can't think of what that's supposed to mean at all 
it's got a link in some way, but <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah, with the cutscenes, they're obviously linked within the lore of the FNAF franchise. Um, uh, On to the FNAF VR. Now, this is a huge, huge part of the lore. Um, there's a lot to say about this. Obviously, this game has a lot more to it than you think. There's a lot more to it. You get, obviously, your typical games within it. Your, it's just a typical fun game, you think. Um, but then you start collecting tapes and you meet this animatronic-like figure. It's just a glitchy mess at the minute. Um, and then you listen to tapes and it's this woman uh, speaking about how this dude within the workplace that she's working at wearing the headset is becoming more and more distraught and more of a mess and they knew that he had seen something so they had to fire him or rack up reports to make him quit but obviously she even said that he wasn't in the right he wasn't like he wasn't in a good enough state to do that um and as you collect more and more of these tapes you get more and more of a vision of, well more and more look of a look at this character called Glitchtrap. Now he is a animatronic dude. He doesn't look as animatronic as the others, he looks more like a dude in a suit. Which interests me <laughs> because it honestly just does. Um, and to me it kind of seems like we play as someone who wants to revive him or looks up to him um, because we find out that Glitchtrap is William Afton um, because it explained how these um, like circuit boards were scanned and there was still stuff on them which we can assume to be Glitchtrap's memory and such so he was transferred into the game again and obviously things were seen and it was said that this game was a um was something when it was really the other it was meant to put a, put a light on things but it was just a cover-up um and a lot is explained um it kind of seems like the first guy who was beta testing this game um, wasn't getting any sympathy or anything as the tape lady was explaining. There were circuit boards scanned which introduced Glitchtrap or William Afton and then we need to kill him or try and destroy him and then we turn him into a plushie. Um, but what really happened is we just created a safer space for him and 
this is interesting to me because I feel like the person we play as isn't a good person because the tape lady obviously wants to destroy this thing. We found all the tapes explaining everything so I feel like we aren't a good person and we play someone who wants to bring back Willie Math and we'll look after and we'll bring him out into the real world which is linked to security breach. Um, now with the DLC there's a lot to this as well. There's a lot of easter eggs such as with the corn maze you can go down into the basement and find a mask which we are introduced to Vanny. Um, Vanny is another villain who we will be up against in security breach as well as William Afton. Now this is I feel like is William Afton's like someone who looks up to him or the person who we played as is in the virtual reality game and like helped him. Um and another like other kind of secrets within the bread the dread bad DRC is um the corn maze. Although I don't feel like it's linked too much with the law. It's um not the not the corn maze, the pirate ship minigame. And you can hit the helpy to go the other way and you can get more points. This is just to get more points. Um, I don't think it's linked to the law in any way. I just think it's something you have to discover on your own so you can get the points. But um, yeah, it's quite interesting to find. And um, obviously when you pick up the mask, you can hear someone speak. And it's they explained how they made it themselves and how they can hear us and there's no miscommunication or anything like that. Um, obviously this mask was handmade and obviously there's going to be suits well obviously they're going to be working with William and we can assume this is Vanny we can assume this is Vanny's mask and Vanny made this um, Vanny is linked with all of this I don't know where she originated from hopefully we find more out about that within a security breach but yeah this is all linked throughout the whole of the thing William Afton's back and he's been scanned back in <laughs> which is really funny to me but yeah we're gonna find out more about this within security breach and we're gonna find out more about the mall which you can find if you go the other way at the end of the virtual reality game when you when you do the birthday party mini game I think it's called birthday party birthday cake something like that happy birthday I think it's called or something like that but yeah if you don't go with glitch droppage and you go the other way you can see them all being built which is what we see in security breach trailer now secure um not secure but find that's Freddy's AR this is just um I forgot what ultimate reality or autumnal I I forgot what AR stands for, but um, it's you just get animatronics and you um, kind of just level up and try and get a high score and get a streak. Uh, but there is actually more to this game as well. Um, there has been 
emails within this game because you can get emails within the game and you can receive some from that's not normal and obviously it's linked and they're pretty interesting I don't I haven't I forgot what they even said I should have done a lot more research on this but um it's quite interesting and I really like the whole concept of it and there's also been new skins and such and like other voice lines and I really like how all the characters have voice lines even Toy Bonnie Toy Bonnie has a very very incredible voice like voice within the game it's very like high pitched and it's very fun very funny um and obviously we didn't um, and FNAF VR FNAF AR I didn't expect to be the way it is um obviously I I didn't know what I was expecting really I've never really had much experience with AR so I didn't know what I was expecting but either way this game is really really good and um the creators of this game has done really well with all the skins and the sounds and everything and how hard they've been working on the game and they've been really efficient with all the like festive festive ones and and everything and they're and they aren't like doing anything bad about it so it's pretty good so yeah um but yeah that's all the games that's out at the minute um we are now gonna discuss a bit about security breach now obviously with the first trailer you can hear that obviously it's Vanny trying to lure this person called Gregory we 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 can assume it's a child because obviously she's talking to this person saying about his friends if it was an adult then it wouldn't be she wouldn't be talking like that to them I don't think but yeah we can assume that this child is called Gregory and that she's after him and trying to lure him to her to try and kill him um and then you hear a deeper voice um which we can assume to be Rockstar Freddy um at first I thought this was Mon Montgomery um I just didn't think it fitted the voice um, but after I saw the two figures that's coming out, it was confirmed, and obviously it's not Montgomery. Rockstar Freddy seems to be the one who's going to protect Gregory. Um, although there are many theories I have for this game, I don't think that the Rockstar Anatonics are going to stay good forever. Although they could. I'm just not entirely sure. Um, the Rockstar animatronics, there's a few Rockstar animatronics. Rockstar Freddy, um, Montgomery, Rockstar Chica, and Roxanne. I think that's it. I'm not sure if there's any others. Rockstar Chica, yeah, I've said Rockstar Chica. There isn't a Rockstar Bonnie, Bonnie unfortunately. But, um, from the second trailer that we saw um we can tell that there's going to be like robot workers throughout the mall there's going to be lots of like different areas such as the laser tag and there's going to be a 
um, the obviously the shopping area and there's going to be loads of like eating areas and dining areas um, and there's obviously it's obviously this mall is dedicated to Find That's the Freddy's but but we don't know who this mall is made by this mall could be made by anyone really um, although if it's called security breach I don't think it was made by anyone who would any harm because obviously it would be breaching security if they well I guess it would be even if they made it um yeah let's talk about my theories uh with Gregory and um the in the trailer I don't personally my, one of my theories is that maybe we, we might not even play as Gregory because he might already be dead or something because obviously in the first trailer there was a jump scare which could make it more evident to the possibility that Gregory is already dead um, although we don't know that for sure we could obviously play as Gregory or we could play as the security card lady although from the figure we can kind of tell that they are the same person they might not be the same person, I don't know. Or the or Vanny could corrupt him. Or could corrupt the other one. They have the same name, which is either just a huge coincidence or they're the same people person. Um It's very interesting to me. The figures, the two figures, um how Fanny's in a suit and then Fanny's the security guard is quite interesting to me. It could be that she was faking being a security guard. Um, another thing we could consider is that that there could be a coincidence that they have the same name or it could be a, they could be twins which is another possibility. Um, but more possible is that they're the same person or and she pretends to be a security guard. And um, other theories that I have is that the obviously with with Vanessa, it can make more sense that she um, maybe corrupts the animatronics because on Scott's on ScottGames.com there's her obey me picture which could mean that she makes them obey her and follow her order. This could be linked to the Rockstar animatronics. She could corrupt them or she could corrupt the robot staff staff that she, that you see throughout the second trailer. And considering there's an L chip spice, there's a possibility that there's a L chips animatronic made possibly. Um, so she could corrupt him or maybe something similar. Um, it's not easy to tell what's going to be happening yet but with all the hype there's going to be a huge game and it's going to be amazing. Um, from the mall and from all the trailers it's going to be a long game and it's going to be very very detailed and I can't wait to see what's what and who's who. Um, with all my theories I don't know what what even is 
remotely true, but... Um, another theory that I do have is that... Um, it could be at night time. Um, it could be night time and if Gregory is already dead, parents, his parents could come after him and hence the name security breach, they could breach security and try and find him and then you have to go against Vanessa as his parents. Um, that would be a concept I feel like, it would be a good way of going about things. Obviously the obviously throughout the trailer the mall is lit up and obviously this indicates uh, it's daytime as well as the animatronic staff going throughout the place del delivering food although there's no people there but I assume there would be um, it would make more sense to be during the day but then if there's a lot of people there there could be no like investigations or anything um, Throughout the second trailer, there is a office, and on the door, and on like the board within the office, it says something about money. So this theorizes that the mall could be already lowering money. It could be the fact of all the rumors that people have heard, or the all of the uh, theories throughout the Fun that the Freddy's branches, uh, the establishments, and everything. Um, so yeah, that's another aspect to look at. And in security breach, I feel like maybe only Rockstar Freddy is going to be helpful. As I said, Fanny could corrupt the animatronics and it could be all of them apart from Rockstar Freddy. I'm considering his figure had him and a younger boy within his stomach plate which we can assume to be Gregory um, we can assume this to be Gregory because we haven't seen any other um, individual that's a younger person um, so it wouldn't just be a random person it would be very weird to be a random dude within his chest in my opinion but um, yeah uh, this game is honestly going to be huge and I cannot wait to see it. Um, I've been watching Finance of Freddy since the first game came out and I've been in love with it ever since and with how big it's got, I'm just so happy with, I'm just so proud of Scott, um, especially because this will, because of all the hype around this game and especially with the FNAF Plus coming out, which I'm excited about that as well. The trailers of that has been amazing, um, but yeah. This game has been hyped a lot and I can't wait to see it. I have been within a hype because obviously some things can be too hyped. I'm not saying it's going to be bad, I'm just saying things can be like overly hyped and then it's like disappointing when you get to the game because you expected this and then got that. But um, 
I'm very excited to see Security Breach. Hopefully it'll be out sometime through March or sometime after. Um, because I know they got delayed because of how big the, the game was. They wanted it to be perfect so they'd rather delay it and make everything perfect. And fair enough to them. I honestly think if the better, well, the more detail they put in and the, perf the more perfection they make it, the better honestly. So <laughs> yeah, um, thank you all for tuning into my podcast. That's all I have for today. If you have any more subjects you'd like me to talk about, please link or comment them in the comment section. Give me a follow if you'd like and like this podcast if you did like it. Uh, and if you'd like to see more podcasts, as I said, follow me and I'll be more than happy to create some podcasts on the subjects you guys would like. So thank you to all of you for listening to this podcast. I will see you all in the next one. Bye.